Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Welcome in, everyone. Good Thursday. Uh, before we get to the big story of the day, CNN photojournalist with a grenade there with Hamas. Ah, it's a Saturday morning, ceasefire, nothing happening. And yet this guy just shows up where they blow up the fence. And he's got a grenade on the truck. And then he tells uh, CNN in some of their coverage, this was an Israeli soldier, the body of an Israeli soldier in the back of the truck. Here it was a woman they had raped and murdered. All right, a lot to answer for with this. They're not getting away these weasels this time. They knew every bit what these guys were dabbling in. Do I think that CNN knew about October 7th? No, but I'll tell you this. If they did, I can't tell you 100% that they wouldn't say, well, journalistically, we can't report anything. You know, we have to be true to our sources. We can't tell you what these animals are plotting to do. And the viewing of the film that shows their handiwork in Hollywood with Wonder Woman last night, even though there was pretty good police presence there, resulted in a riot. They have in their head, they're back in the old country, and they're going to shut us down. Now, today, there's going to be a viewing not too far from me in downtown Philadelphia, and it's going to be interesting if Mayor Kenny were not such a, just a shameless slouch, and Larry Krasner... I think the new police chief might be there, or temporary police chief. But, uh, no, I don't mean at the viewing. I mean outside. The mayor ought to be there himself, and he ought to say, I'm calling, I'm bringing him back. I don't even know if they have the horses anymore. And you're not going to, you violate even the slightest what the protocols are. There will be massive number of cops, but they're bicycle cops. They're the guys that like to engage. And you're just not going to go over the line. That's exactly what should be said. Just for once, do I think uh, Mayor Sherelle Parker, by the way, I don't call her mayor-elect, I call her mayor now, that helps us get through Kenny. Do I think Mayor Parker would do that? Yeah, I think so. And she'll be on on Tuesday. I want to play you so I don't forget any heat of this uh, big thing in Israel, though, Dan. Uh, Here's something I'm going to ask her about. And I, I want to, she's right on the money. She talks about we need to um, have a sense of order. We need to get past the lawlessness. But there's something in here, Dan, see if your mind, when you hear it, thinks the same way about what she says about retail theft. 
There's just one giant elephant in the room on this. Here's Sherelle Parker last night talking about her movement forward and transition. You all heard me. I used the term so much. The press started making fun of me every time I said intergovernmental cooperation. I said it so much. Local, state, federal government. Any agency that can add value in helping us make public health and safety the number one priority. If we make decisions, there are going to be some people who are not going to like them. There are going to be some people who are going to say some things that are not nice. They're, listen, I need you all to know that we are prepared. That we, that we know we have to make these tough decisions. But when you hear about people altering their lives and moving where their favorite chair is in their living room because Go they Andrew. are afraid, that tells us a great line. that we have a challenge. You won't be able to go in the store and steal $499 Ooh. worth of merchandise and just think that it's okay. We have to have a sense of order in the city. All right, in, let me go back. City. The rest, the, the chair was a great line. But the other part, you know what I'm thinking on this. Uh, she means it in her mind, and she's going to direct the police, and the police commissioner is going to send cops, and they're going to arrest you, et cetera, I believe, Dan. But the other guy's going to say, ha! Let Don't you right think? Do yeah. you not think he's yeah. going to say? He might even clean his glasses, one of those cleaning glasses moments. Yeah. But like in his revolutionary yeah. memo, Krasner had yes. $500 was the exact amount. Right. For her to note, 499 That's yes. a direct shot towards Krasner. Right. But what can you do about it? What are you preparing? You know what it is? It's the uh, untouchable speech. The Chicago way. Which I couldn't agree with more in dealing with this. You know, when... Um, uh, uh oh, who's who's the actor now? Um, the witness, uh, Cosner, is told uh, he puts one of yours in the hospital. You put two of his in the morgue. The Chicago way. Well, what are you going to do about Krasner? It's a different branch of government. Are you going to say, well, I'm enforcing all these things. The police are enforcing them. He's not. That's good. That's a start and document and pound it. But there's got to be some reprisal. There's got to be something that makes life more difficult for him. What's the point of leverage with Larry Krasner? That would be a master class. I'd like to see people teach that. They think they know this stuff. I want to hear what it is. All right. Now, the uh, Hamas journalist. So we have uh, just great work by this uh, honest reporting group. And they document, and the state of Israel through the prime minister has come out on this. They document several of these um, people who were photojournalists, so to speak, for CNN and the Associated Press, both notorious for this type of stuff. The state of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu's Twitter says, or a couple people taking from him on his Twitter, these people, Dan, will be treated like terrorists. I don't know if that means they can be shot on sight. So here's CNN, the AP, and, and now there's several of these guys. One of them uh, was photographed on a Hamas truck as they were going in, as they're doing this, with a grenade. What? Wow. This is stunning stuff. And they haven't, um, uh, the, uh, the new head of CNN said this was most unfortunate. Most unfortunate. 
So they kind of confirmed it. Now they're trying to dodge, even though they knew all along that these guys that were talking about these photojournalists are Muslim were sharing office space with Hamas. Now, I don't know that they both had the same office, like we have an office right here, but they're on the same hallway and all. So what are you thinking? Do you research who you're dealing with here, or do you just take this stuff because it's hard to get stuff out of Gaza? You know what else it does? It underlines as if we didn't know it. You can trust nothing in any way, shape, or form from anything that comes out of Gaza. We all know that. And if they cite one more time the uh, Gaza Health Agency, <laughs> it's, it's stunning, their figures. A trillion people were killed today. But it underlines it even more. So they just walk away. They say, well, we didn't know anything. And we're not dealing with them now. The AP and CNN, that's their stance. We don't like this. We're moving away. No, no damage here. So, why, why were they there on that day when the fence was blown up? And the implications that that, that, that has, too. Sure. If you think about it, if, if reporters knew to ride on these vehicles or f- photographers, right. then they had to know, hey, meet at X to get on the back. So mm-hmm. the, the implications would be that they knew prior to this attack yes. that it was going to happen. Exactly. Wow. Now, this is a long-running narrative in which some people believe, and look, I don't, I don't say it about all. If the American media is represented today as they are, like NBC, CBS, CNN, and all the rest, some of them would report exactly what we were going to do on June 6, 1944. They would spill their guts. I got an exclusive here. I'm going to tell the Germans what you're doing. I think some of them would. Not all. That's what we've come to. If the news media knew then, and maybe some of them did, sort of, they're not going to report that. They're Americans. They're patriots. And some of these people would say, but I'm a journalist. Of course I would report we're going to invade the Germans. What? So how are you associating with people like this? You willingly just said, well, we don't care whatever else they're up to. We want those visuals. We want those visuals out of Gaza. We want their reporting. They reported on them, too. I told you the one visual they said was the body of a dead Israeli soldier. No, it was not. It's that woman they raped and attacked, their new body. Just, I mean, this this should have repercussions. This ought to be brought up over and over and over again uh, by Republicans to make the point of what we're dealing with here. And I mentioned Wonder Woman screaming, uh, screening the film last night in downtown Hollywood near the Museum of Tolerance, if you can imagine. Had the uh, Palestinian third uh, column in our country riot and attack toward the movie theater. They don't want us showing this. Now, I've experienced this before with Democrats. Remember Stolen Honor? And I told you, Dan, the story. I go over one Sunday afternoon. The guy that's the owner of the... <laughs> The Baderwood Cinema, I think it was, over there in Jenkintown area, right? Very unfortunate name. He's not there. So he has this guy that's the assistant manager. He's about 28 to 30. I told him exactly what the film was. Of course, I didn't emphasize, oh, man, if we show this here. He agreed. They did the whole thing. When the owner found out about it, oh, my God, this was all the way up the chain at then CBS. It was nuts. We still had people go over there. There was a a pitch battle to try to get their money back. You weren't allowed to see stolen honor. Well, they're saying the same thing 
about this film, which shows the atrocities through the body cams worn by the savages and through their social media. This isn't Israeli media. This is based upon what they're proud of. There's no doubt about it. Why can't we see that in America? And I can tell you this, uh, I, I can't make today, sadly. But on the invitation, they did talk, as you can imagine, a lot about security. And a lot about, you know, they were going to try to be as diligent as they could, even though it's right here in downtown Philadelphia. Where's the big mouth where, uh, whale of a mayor? Where is he? Why is he not out there? You know who should be in attendance too, Dan? I'm sorry to say he should be, though. The Archbishop of Philadelphia ought to be in attendance, don't you think? Yeah. This is giving witness because already you're hearing these voices in the media saying it didn't happen. They pick around the edges. They're kind of like the Holocaust deniers. Well, it wasn't six million, you know, that type of talk. They're already started up, even though we have more visuals of this, more evidence, and they're proud of it than anything we've ever seen. No, the mayor and every public official ought to say, this is all out. You are not going to harass. You're not going to get near this theater. You're not going to bother people like they did in Hollywood. All right, side question today, and I think we have a little bit of uh, Jeff Van Drew. Congressman Van Drew yesterday, there was a, uh, in the House, a hearing, as I understand it, on what makes America great. Some of the things we love about the country You watch more of it than I, certainly. And you had some of these kids testify who were gaga over America. Some of the adult pundits, though, Dan, apparently were not. Yeah, so I had this on the background while doing prep, and I happened to hear good old Jeff Andrew uh, talk about this. And yeah, what it is, it's uh, professors uh, as witnesses and then students as witnesses, students uh, testifying the the hate they've seen, uh, the rise of anti-Semitism on college campuses, and professors trying to justify their reasoning. So uh, Jeff Andrew goes down the list of the witnesses and asks them a simple question. Do you believe in American exceptionalism? And first you'll hear the professor witnesses, the expert witnesses, and then you'll hear the student witnesses. And just listen to the difference between the rhetoric between the so-called experts and the students that are preaching uh, American values. Take a listen. So, Dr. Nadell, I'm going to ask you one thing, and I would just like a yes or no answer. And I'm sorry to do that to you, but we're so time constricted. Do you believe in American exceptionalism? I believe that there is an idea of American exceptionalism that has been upheld by scholars. I just, and by, ma'am, I appreciate you. I cannot, you. I can't answer. You can't answer. My God, that's it. Get her out of, get her out of the chair. Ms. Burdett, do you believe in American exceptionalism? Please, yes or no? Um, I don't find the question relevant to this hearing. It is very relevant. But I thank you. Mr. Gosh, I have a tough time. Mr. Oh, Grizziak, do you believe in American exceptionalism? Yes or no? Unequivocally, yes, I do. Ms. Jordan, do you believe in American? Undoubtedly, yes, I do. Mr. Silverstein, do you believe in American exceptionalism? I do. These are great young people. I love it. You're even awesome. Oh, my God. That's not a relevant question. He should have put the hammer down. I'll determine what's relevant and not. You're out of order. Get him out. Uh, just, just keep asking it. I, I think, uh, uh, give me a couple more minutes here. Get one of your colleagues to give you a minute or two. It's always with the Get time, too. Get him out Why here. are we always running out of time? Let's sit there for hours with these people until they give it up, till they cough it up. 
That's not a relevant question. Not a relevant question. I don't find it's that an relevant. easy question. Yes, just say yes. It was like Jackie Childs. It's inarguably irrelevant well, and outrageous. Why is the idea of American exceptionalism now a political, uh, political right. why, debate? Yeah, why is it ir- irrelevant? Yes. All right, so what we're looking for is something great. We're, we're spinning it a little bit, uh, not just American exceptionalism, but something you really love about America. All right, number one thing to me, I'll take off opportunity. They can't deny that, even though they try. It is the land where we say only in America you can go from nothing to something pretty good over the course of your lifetime. And everybody has that chance. Yeah, some start out with advantages, but you still have that opportunity. Opportunity. Critical. Dan, what's yours? Uh, behind us, that music that you just heard was Wonder Woman's Wrath, the theme from yeah. Wonder Woman, uh, Gal Gadot. So uh, in the vein of American exceptionalism, I, I think this works uh, because it also makes America great. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the comic book movies that have came out, but nobody does comic books like America does. It is uh, okay. above and beyond. And, and uh, b- bouncing off of that with comic books, there's also something I love much more than comic books. That's wrestling. Wrestling, nobody in the world does wrestling like Americans uh, do. Well, the Japanese. Japanese do do yeah. it pretty well. You're right. The Mexicans, they have a different oh, style. Oh, Lucha yes. Libre. Yeah, you know, you oh, that one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know what? That's a very international. That's irrelevant, I'm going to withdraw my wrestling okay. answer. Thank I'll you, say, sir. Yeah. I'll say the game of American football. All right. Yes. There you go. Yes. All right. So hit us with that at 855-839-1210. That's the uh, side question here. Coming up, uh, I'll give you... Last night, this not even three-ring circus of these five you know, JV squad. Trump not there. He's not going to go there to the fourth debate, which is going to be hosted by Megyn Kelly. Oh, man. Megyn Kelly and uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, if he's in it. But um, I'll tell you what they're all thinking. They're thinking out of 91 counts, Trump is going to be convicted on something. I would say the odds are he is going to be convicted on something. But I'll tell you why the something is what matters here as far as Trump still just having overwhelming support, not even close, even if convicted. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Guess what we won't do? We won't tiptoe through the tulips. been waiting all day to put that one in. Dom Giordano show. That's uh, Mayor Sherelle Parker. Sorry, Jim Kenny. You are the mayor of Wegmans until further notice. Uh, I wonder how that's going with this guy. I mean, how can he slough off and say, oh, I think I'll slough off? How would we know the difference between that and actually being mayor? I think the guy probably has a whiteboard on his wall at this point that has a countdown of how many days <laughs> left i got to be mayor. He, yeah, he's exactly. already stayed in multiple. Yeah, exactly. well, just the one how, many more, how many more checks am I going to continue to get? Then that big drop playing pension, the whole thing, and oh, my God. <laughs> 855-839-1210. That's how so, you so get does on he, board. Does he have a golden parachute after this? Well, they all have that drop program where they calculate the pension could be enormous. He's probably getting uh, 180, 200, 250 a year, something like that. <laughs> he was in council for quite a while. What? Then he's mayor for eight years. What a gig. Well, and some, nothing in some architectural firm. Did you know that? Some architectural firm has him as a consultant all these years. I think it was 75000 can you picture Jim Kenny? Would you walk in a building and he helped tree? design anything? What was he before mayor? Was he? Uh, he was a gopher for Vince Fumo. That's where he learned gotcha. all of his uh, stuff. Yeah. So what's his architectural background? Uh, none that I know. If I got to research <laughs> that a little bit more and see if he's going to be over there with the T-square and whatever. All right. So uh, American exceptionalism. You heard. You got to keep that woman. I don't find that question to be relevant. My God. I'm not answering. Are you an American? American exceptional. Okay, that's good. Ms. Burdett, do you believe in American exceptionalism? Please, yes or no? Um, I don't find the question relevant to this hearing. It is very relevant. <laughs> <laughs> and the kids say, oh, yes, undoubtedly. Where did you get these people from? Oh, my God. And always with the clock. You know, we don't have any more time for this. Too much important business. Always important business. What the heck are they doing? Uh, okay, yes, here is um, 
Yeah, here's uh, John Kennedy, a uh, comedian, senator. Roe even thinks he's funny. She met him and loved it at the Dr. Oz event. Yeah. Uh, here, I had to follow him, too. It was not easy following John Kennedy. Wait, at that event where that lady passed oh, out? Oh, no, maybe I was before him. He may have been Was that the same me. event, yes. though, where the woman yeah, passed Yeah, the woman out? passed out when I was so, speaking. It was that magnificent. Gosh. I just kept talking, and the guy goes, but Doc, With you and John Kennedy in the room, though. Yeah, and a... uh, Dr. Oz jumps over the <laughs> rampart there to get to her. It was, it was quite a spectacle at Jim Worthington's place. So, yeah, I remember Kennedy saying, heck, Dr. Oz even promises to wear pants to the office. <laughs> so here's uh, Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana with Mayorkas, who is brilliant in his role. This guy, you wind him up, he comes in and testifies the border, the border's perfectly fine, and just keeps on saying it. And he's daring you to do something to him. Now, once the presidential race, I, I still would impeach this guy if there's, a, you know, if there's any time left anyway on the clock. Start impeaching him then, once we've won. Listen to what Kennedy said after yesterday's testimony. Your, t- your time is expired. Here, here's, here's, well, you let others go on. Here's what I think, Mr. Secretary. I think you're a smart guy. Now, there are only one or two things going on here. Either you're not qualified to manage a Costco food court, or you believe in open borders. And I think it's the latter. Senator Kennedy, your time has expired. Thank you. I would just say the following two things. Number one, you're 0 for 2 on that. You're inaccurate in both respects, number one. And I'd like the record to reflect that 60 minutes is not 45 minutes because I can't seem to answer a question without being interrupted. I just wanted to make that comment. Well, if you would answer a question. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Madam Chair. I appreciate the recognition. God, the Democrats always trying to run out the clock. Oh, what time? I've got some time here. Well, then how about not starting at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday? How about starting at 7 a.m. on a Monday? Lunch will be served at your table. Bathroom break will be three minutes. There will be hand sanitizer there if you want to wash your hands. Let's get on with the testimony. Because you know what I believe? That's right. Over the course of time, when people get a little bit tired, they get, Mayorkas was getting a little bit antsy there. I was told 45 minutes, 60 already. What the hell's going on here? I got to go back and screw up the border some more. You know, and he's not in charge of the border. He's in charge of Homeland Security, Dan. We forget that. We only see him with the border. Can you imagine your life is on the line? Uh, all of our lives are in the hands of Mayorkas here as Homeland Security head. Wow. He makes a great point, though. Like The guy the guy is smart enough to get where he is. He's, yes. a, he's a lion's stooge at this point. Yeah. I, I feel like he, he's got to have a comeuppance at some point to himself. Like looking in the mirror after yes. going embarrassing himself on a national stage in this kind of hearing, he's got to. And I feel like John Kennedy's strategy is to embarrass the guy until the point where he realizes he's being embarrassed and has no other option but to speak out the truth against the Biden yeah. administration. One of these days, you can't handle the truth. Right? You're damn right I just, didn't order a code <laughs> red. breaks just like yeah. that. Oh, God. All right. Uh, now, uh, the debate last night. Eh, a little bit. You got to cover it a little bit, right? Here's what this is coming down to. Politico, of all places, has a great piece today. They make this point. Are people going to care? This is really the biggest question hanging over this campaign. A, I think Trump is going to be found guilty on one or more counts out of the 91 counts. Are people going to care at all that are supportive of Trump? I'd say some. I mean, it's a game. You know, uh, Guy Shiraki was on yesterday. Say these people say, well, I'm a Republican, but. 
I don't like it. Trump's convicted now. He can't support him. How much of a percentage? We'll see. Two, what does also matter, though, is not just if he's convicted or not, but what he's convicted of. So if it's the documents thing, I think people could easily, if it's January 6th, then we're going to get into maybe more of a bit of an erosion. And that's what these people are calculating. They're also calculating, would Trump make me vice president, vice president material? And getting inside Trump's mind, the figure vice president, he, he was asked about Tucker Carlson. And he said, sure, I would consider Tucker Carlson. He doesn't say, I don't see him in a million years picking Tucker Carlson. Now, I still think Tim Scott would be a great choice, even though Tim Scott, on his own, seeing him in these debates, it's brutal. It really is brutal. It's ponderous. It's the same old stuff with him. Really, he shouldn't be running for president anymore. He made his point. It's, it's very tough. So the person who I think did the best yesterday overall was Ron DeSantis. Didn't set the world on fire, but came out of it showing you what he could do if he were in charge of something. He wasn't as awkward. There wasn't a lot of that. Christie, of course, you know, it's just. Nikki Haley, there's not a war she doesn't like. It would be unending, unceasing what she wants to do. And there were a lot of uh, high heel jokes of one sort or another. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is wearing on people. I don't know about you, Dan. Now, you've met him personally out here. I've never met him in person. I've interviewed him several times, but. He's wearing. It's too much. Uh, Here's the one exchange. And look, when you bring kids into this, this will be uh, D2. You got to know you're in trouble. You're not the smartest guy in the room in this. Stop it already. So he's going back and forth with Nikki Haley. And they're talking about things like TikTok. He seems to think TikTok is fine. He's on TikTok and all the rest of it. Listen to this exchange. Well, I, I, I want to laugh at why Nikki Haley didn't answer your question, which is about looking at families in the eye. In the last debate, she made fun of me for actually joining TikTok while her own daughter was actually using the app for a long time. So you might want to take care of your family first. Leave my daughter out of your voice. Adult daughter. The next generation of Americans are using it. And that's actually the point. You have her supporters propping her up. That's fine. Here's the truth. You're the easy scum. answer is actually well, to wait, say Wait a minute. Stop just... it here. Did you hear what she said? You're scum. Yeah. Yes. And I, I, I want to see, Dan, just a little uh, snap test on this. Now, admittedly, with listeners and with me, Nikki Haley is damaged here big time. They see what she's all about. But um, this guy going after the daughter. Come on now. Don't hide in the weeds. We know we don't like that, even if you like him in this or you don't like Haley. Is that a fair point where your daughter uses TikTok? Maybe you ought to look at your own family. This is um, there is a big debate in the Senate yesterday, and I side with the guy I don't like nearly as much. Paulie was debating Rand Paul. Rand Paul sees TikTok as a freedom of speech thing. Paulie was talking about it as a spy information, a spy um, operation and something that's done to undermine America. I would ban TikTok. Dan, would you ban TikTok? Uh, I would at least set guidelines that you got to be of a certain age to use it. 
Okay, you're worried about like the 16, age. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about the overall thing that it does. But like, it, it's it's proven, and so it's a TikTok, just a little bit of yeah. information behind it. The parent company is a, a conglomerate of the Chinese government, yes. and, and this parent company, uh, the app that's released inside the you know walls mm. of China, uh, when, when they have children on the app, what they show them is community service, uh, doing good for your yes. community, uh, learning engineering, stuff like In that. In China, right. And, and what they purposely feed Americans is BS, crap, uh, divisiveness. Uh, yeah. So so it's it's literally the Chinese government trying to use subversion to uh, divide uh, American public. So, yes, I, I believe it's a spy tool, uh, but how much can you limit private industry? Uh, you know, maybe we can set laws that if the Chinese government's involved in something like this, then no. Yeah, then ban it. Uh, but I feel like we well, got to be really clear as to what we're banning here. We're banning them from buying farmland, and I don't know why we ever allowed. I wouldn't let them That's buy anything point. here yeah, in right. any way, yeah. shape, or form. That's a fantastic point. So let's do that. Yeah. Let's uh, ban any chi- kind of Chinese involvement in. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Eight five five eight three nine twelve. As much as I love Rand Paul, I think he's wrong in this one, and I think Hawley, who you know, there's trouble there, but is correct on it. You know, Vivek is throwing bombs. He's trying to be unorthodox as a 37-year-old. He feels maybe that's necessary. Women but, don't appreciate it. Right. I, I you didn't go think after so. your daughter and your high heels. Right. I didn't think so. Terrible night. Steve Ducey, terrible night. Terrible. Go after your high heels. See, Dick Caller, um, Dick Cheney in heels, and that's kind of accurate. It's a good line. I don't think that's over. Bringing the kid into this, though, come on. No, that's not where you go. And the more people see Vivek Ramaswamy, the more he craters. That's what's happening here. I don't know how Trump feels about it. Trump calls him Mr. Smarty Pants and says he likes it. I think Trump's playing him. I think he's playing him big time here, Dan. It's weird to me, too, because what kind of what made him popular in the first place was he was kind of the, uh, uh, the, the almost a sense of normalcy for yes. a younger generation. Like they right. saw a guy here that was speaking what they right. truly valued, and, and he had really good points, and he was calm, had a calm demeanor. And then when he got in the debate, debate stage the first time, it, it's like a switch was turned, and he turned into an attack machine, an attack dog. Yeah. I, people don't want that, man. And I, I think maybe as you know, campaign strategists are saying you got to make an impact, you got to make a name for yourself, make some headlines. That's not the way to do it, though. No, I agree with you. He had it. Just his youth, just his background, his success story. Yeah. He could have bounced off of that. The area where he's still strong is going after them inside the Republican Party, going after them on Ukraine and things of that nature. But even there, Calling Zelensky a Nazi, something of that thing. Yeah. That, that's out of bounds. You know, the comedian in camo. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and he won't I mean, hold elections. This is coming from a show that's not particularly friendly to Ukraine in the first place. Right. But that's, exactly. that's yeah. a bit far. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So he has a lot going on that he could have bounced off of and stood out from the first debate to now. 855-839-1210. We had another uh, Peter Ducey Biden thing where Biden's saying, well, you don't know anything about polls. There's a lot of polls in which I'm not trailing. Oh, yeah? Where are they? Show me. Show me. All right. Get in on that, though, now. And uh, side question, something really great that America excels in, something about the DNA of America. That stuff with Jeff Andrew yesterday is so revealing. The kids, yeah, I get it. Exceptional. What else would you call it? Irrelevant. On college campuses, but I thank you. Mr. Gosh, I have a tough time with you. Oh, great is the act. Do you believe in American exceptionalism? Yes or no? Unequivocally, yes, I do. Ms. Jordan, do you believe in American? Undoubtedly, yes, I do. Thank you. Ms. Silverstein, do you believe in American exceptionalism? I do. 
These are great young people. <laughs> and then he should have added a line about Jim, the professor's here. Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought he would say it reminds me of being back in Jersey, with people back there. <laughs> All right. Uh, he may be at the I'm um, headed down to uh, Ocean City tonight. The big Save Our Shore uh, group. Got uh, all my uh, guy got quite a packet here as the MC. I usually don't do any of that, but uh, a lot of speakers, they a lot gave of you stuff. A packet? Yeah, of the bios of these two. And, uh, you know, Robin's said, got a good team over there with Protector. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Every time we do something with him, he's got yeah, a Yeah, you know me. I, I'll, be, I'll be skipping around a little bit, though, to put it mildly. <laughs> and Jeff <laughs> Andrew might be there. We're told he might come to it. So it's going to be a great crowd. Flanders. Rowan, I love uh, Flanders and Ocean City. Dom time. Welcome inside question today. Uh, it is so noticeable that with... Um, Jeff Andrew and the uh, pundit experts there refusing to answer is American ex- an exceptional country. Is it the exceptional country versus the kids that were there? My God. You know, that's what I say. You ought to ask every school board member in these races. What do you want when a kid? Here, here's question one comes out of four years of your high school, you know, or the whole feed or the 12 years of education in your school district. If they were asked, is America still? I would put still in there because it was racially biased at one point, obviously. Is America still a racist country? Do you want them to, well, I, I don't know about that. I, I don't know if that's an irrelevant question. No, it ought to be no. They ought to say no pretty easily, right? That would tell you all that you need to know about what they're being indoctrinated in. Let's go to uh, Dina in Cherry Hill. Dina's waiting on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Dina, welcome in. Hi, Dina. Hello. Yes, Hi. Dina. Hi. Hi. Um, I'm actually Diane, but... Okay, okay. Diane. Hi. Hi. Um, my, my answer about the question was our national park. Yeah, tell because us why. I don't, think, yeah. I don't think any country in the world has a system of national parks like we do. And to think that they're actually a gift from God and not created by any human, I just think is just amazing. That is a great uh, response. Thank you. Yeah, the National Parks uh, System and the uh, what it reflects on, where it came, all we have to do is manage it. All right, I, I saw something here too, Dan. I'm kind of curious if you have a thought. Sometimes I wonder why listeners on a city, you know, because I'm wary sometimes of Philadelphia issues. We have a lot of people in the suburbs, you know, how much we go into them. But I do see a lot of interest in this idea of building an arena for the Sixers. Now, I watched the Sixers last night, and I was getting such great enjoyment. You know, basketball is my thing. And then when they started to choke. Did Embiid the, have butter on his fingers that first uh, half? Of, what was yeah, that? Well, uh, well, but overall, they had a really good lead. They were putting yeah. it to the Celtics. And then in about a 51 or 52 second period of time, oh my God, all the demons were back and I was on the floor screaming. <laughs> you know, it's Ben Simmons. Out of the Barker Lounge? All, all, yes, all over again. So people do care, our listeners, about this arena. So Sherelle Parker now has given us another clue. She's going to be on on Tuesday at 1 o'clock. I'll ask her about this. Dan, and the clue is... She said, we'll hear all the voices in the city. One voice will not dominate. In other words, it's clear to everybody that Chinatown doesn't want it. But by talking about all the voices in the city, 
the city of Philadelphia does want it. It's a billion dollars in jobs and ongoing and all that stuff that's out there. I would almost put it at 100%. They are going to build that Sixers arena. I would be shocked if they don't, ultimately. And I'm not a fan of the Sixers management, as you know, even a little bit, and think this is preposterous, but I think that's what's going to happen. Why is it preposterous? It's a fantastic idea. Well, uh, people that are going to be displaced by it, uh, they usually have, I mean... Are they, like, will they be displaced, though, or are their property values just going to skyrocket? Is everyone renting in Chinatown? I guess. Well, yeah, Yeah. there's a lot of rental, but not only that, the traffic is going to be just enormous. So usually, I'm just saying, usually the Democrat Party says they go by the will, they wouldn't build a stadium at Temple and all that. You know, they're just not going to do it. And it's clear they don't want it there. And even worse than anything, this is a cultural thing. It is their Chinatown. How about Broad and Spring Garden, where uh, Rendell proposed at Philly Stadium? Yeah, well, look what happened with all this stuff at the Philly Stadium that we went through it. If you were just vocal enough... They were able, ultimately, to stop it and put it downtown in South Philly where there's nobody there. Now, let me ask you this. If, uh, if first we completely uh, reinvigorated SEPTA and uh, we built a better traffic pattern to get to that area of the city, would you then support it? Well, you're not going to do something with SEPTA. <laughs> I want to see that. So ideas, yes. I kind of reject that one. You know, I just think it's always – and I told you the reason. Democrats and Republicans are both on that board – they're insiders. They answer to no one. No one's ever done anything about it. And as far as the rest of it, I get it. The city needs money. I I just don't see how that follows what they've always done before, though. But it's going to happen, without a doubt. That I mark it. Market Market East, right there. It's so yeah. dead. Like yeah. there, there's it, it's. It's right out. It's in the shadow of City Hall. It's in the center right. of the city, uh, right next to where the country was founded. And mm-hmm. uh, by 9 p.m., it's rows of teenagers going to the gallery and motorcycles. Burlington Coat Factory Mall. ATVs yes. and dirt bikes going yeah. up and down. Like, I, I can't imagine someone that lives in Chinatown wouldn't want the camaraderie that comes with a, a Wrigleyville. A uh, similar situation in Ch- uh, Chicago where, right. you know, businesses are popping. Uh, it, it, it would completely reinvigorate that part of the city. All right, I'll put you on the committee. There's going to be a big town hall over in Chinatown. And, Dan, I'd like to have you make one of the arguments for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would. It might be interesting. All right. It's 855-839-1210. That's how you get in. Hit us on the side question. Something truly spectacular about America. And one, wait, that's real testimony, too, with Jeff Andrew. Good for him in bringing those academics in. Big story today that we're continuing to follow, we might have somebody on on it, is these journalists, photojournalists, a bunch of them that were associated with CNN, Associated Press, uh, PBS, all the usual suspects, they knew, as far as we can tell, what was going to happen on October 7th. The government of Israel is saying we're going to treat them just like terrorists. Wow. And CNN's guy said, well, this was most unfortunate. We didn't know anything. Really. These are the guys you're working with. Doesn't it tell us, once again, all that we need to know about the media, particularly when it comes to stories like this? One of America's great mayors, just a great guy, Vietnam veteran. Tomorrow, 
is the real good parade, the Veterans Day parade tomorrow in media. Always kicks off at 11, 11 a.m. So, Dan, they used to have me uh, broadcast outdoors from there. Tomorrow, oh, day like great. that would be okay. One year, it was like a 25-mile-an-hour wind, <laughs> and I think the real temperature had to be below 30. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, usually it doesn't bother me. It's, it's not that, but that was to get to the finish line outdoors there. It was, it may have been 25 degrees. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so is that why we're not doing it anymore? Because it's cold, cold? Or like, let's I, I don't know what happened. Future, yeah, man. it is thousands and thousands of people. And Bob McMahon is the architect. And they actually don't bring in like a big celebrity as much as tomorrow it's Colonel Arthur L. Jenkins. Oh, that's great. People like that, they honor and make the Grand Marshal. So Bob McMahon still doing it, going strong. It is, uh, it is the best. It's one of the best in the country. Truly great. I don't know if you know this, but your father-in-law is a big camper guy. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's cold in one of these things, you know, pull up his camper. We can broadcast from the camper at the parade. I'm sure they'd love to see the parade. Well, you know? that brings me more to, advanced planning. That brings tomorrow, me to but. the and Dave Scalish, one of the best engineers in the world, not just in America. Right, was quarterbacking it. Right, Joey Ventos. It was an anti-Mumia Abu Jamal because there were rumblings. Uh, Ward Churchill, that notorious professor, was even in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get him out of jail. So we're broadcasting in front of it. And I think it had to be in December because of Danny Faulkner. Oy. And I had a big crowd in front of me. And I told Dave, I don't think this is appropriate because it was so cold. My nose was running. Yeah. And what are you going to do? How often can you wipe and do stuff and, and turn back? I don't think, think listeners realize. Like, like try try talking for 15 minutes straight without sniffling. and Right. 10 degree weather. It's tough. Yeah. It's- so he put me in a uh, vehicle there and I broadcast out of the vehicle yeah, sitting there in front of Joey Ventos. It was um, challenging. Yeah. I did get an interview with Ward Churchill. Now, he doesn't mean anything to you. To listeners, he does, though. Notorious professor out in Denver. Just one of the most radical ever. Mm-hmm. And I asked him how long he uh, supported Mumia, something like this. Now, you realize I have to run down the street. Risking life and limb with the mob there to actually put a microphone. <laughs> Very brisk. And he goes, walk. we were brothers from a different mother at birth. Something like that. I think I still have it, Dan. It was like a, <laughs> a four-second interview that took every bit of scheming possible. He was in town for it. All right. Let's go to um, let's go to Robert on Talk Radio 1210 on Ben Salem. Hey, Robert. Afternoon. Hey, Dom, didn't, how you doing, Dom and Dan? Didn't Ward Churchill also falsely claim to be part Native American, like Elizabeth oh, yeah. Warren, too? Oh, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. But when he said that different brother from a mother, and then he looked at me like, you know. It's, it's he was off the chain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say that I definitely believe in American exceptionalism, but I don't know if a lot of people know what it is, okay? And it seems to me you don't have to be American. Okay? Right. You only need two things to get American exceptionalism, capitalism and individual freedom. The two things that the Democrats hate most. OK, and that's all you need. And that has led to the richest country, richest country on Earth. And all you got to do is let your people do their thing, which Democrats don't want to do. Well, but I put- definitely believe in American exceptionalism and it can be exported. Uh, I think so. We've seen it at different places. Sometimes it doesn't work. I don't know that it works in the Middle East. We tried that. Robert, uh, on board. That's a good one. Something great about America that gives, I mean, it riveting stuff with Jeff. Jeff Van Drew was like he's in, 
Uh, why don't you step into my dental chair here? And, you know, it's Marathon Man, Dan. He's got the he's got the dental appliance there. Now, do you think America is exceptional? Irrelevant. <laughs> he pulls out the drill. He pulls out the drill. And now, all right, it's exceptional. <laughs> got to get him on on that. He's a good sport about the dentistry. Oh, it's a terrible noise. I yeah. apologize to the audience. No, that's the uh, stop the hammering. All right. Uh, <laughs> I should run that every time I yeah. get a bench to this spot. Uh, no, <laughs> he doesn't do that. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 